0: You're listening to an Airwave Media podcast. ABC tonight. Special Agent Will Trent, Georgia Bureau investigation.
1: I told him I'd bring my best. Will sees things that no one else does.
0: Based on the New York Times best selling series. Why Will
1: Trent? He's good police, and he's objectively hot. See crime. Put out an Amber Alert. There's a kidnapping. Through his eyes, he read that crime scene like it
0: was a book. I'm a pretty observant guy. Will Trent. Series premiered tonight, tonight Central on ABC and stream on Hulu. As a charge nurse, you can be a confident and dynamic leader who supports the nursing team and guides their patient care. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program equips you with strategies that prepare you to manage the ever changing realities of healthcare while maintaining focus on family support and patient outcomes. What do you think making a difference in healthcare looks like? GCU offers over 250 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the Internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura.
1: I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer.
0: All right, so the theory that I brought... For us to ponder today is Steve in Blue's Clues is a hallucinating inmate from Reddit user Earl of 7-Eleven. So (laughs) I know that guy. (laughs) You are that guy. Steve believes that he lives in a house, but he's actually moving within the confines of a single room. Notice that when he navigates between rooms, his legs just move up and down, but his position on the TV never changes. He doesn't use doors to navigate between doors either. That's because it's in his imagination. Notice that there are no other people in the room. The other characters are an imagined dog and animated household objects. He's alone and hearing voices in his head. Most of the things in the room could be available to an inmate. A simple notebook, a chair, books, and a small end table. He doesn't have access to dangerous items, such as knives or scissors, things that inmates wouldn't be allowed to have. Perhaps Steve has committed an unthinkable crime in haste, and his only means of not killing himself was regressing into the mental state of his childhood. Interesting new way to look at this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um... Yeah, and I mean, but seriously, my childhood. to be the kid the guy hosting blues clues, I mean, there was a point in my life as an actor that I was like, that would be such a great gig. I would love to be on children's TV. Mm-hmm. But to be constantly alone in front of a, a green screen, mm-hmm. speaking directly to the camera and waiting for a response, you know, and <laughs> yeah. um yeah, I could see there needing to be a little bit of mental instability in order for this to feel uh, think
1: what did any of you watch blues clues I know so when the show was airing I was a little bit older than the target age um, I believe it was last year it was the 25th anniversary so you know I'd have been around eight or so so a little bit older but I still doesn't didn't stop me from watching it occasionally of course as a kid of that age I always think oh this is so stupid <laughs> and then I would watch three episodes in a row. Uh, there
0: and you'd sing along sing along and then
1: yeah answer Steve whenever he'd ask questions and and all that Mm. but what about y'all did y'all watch it
0: admittedly yes
2: (laughs) I did not I saw maybe part of a couple of episodes here or there when my sister was watching it uh, but I just never got into it I was too old I felt at the time to really dive into it so I honestly don't have very much knowledge of the show other than like, a couple minutes here and there that I saw of clips.
0: Sure. Fair enough. Understandable. You'll have a
1: very objective, neutral (laughs) uh, opinion on this.
0: So, but you understand what the theory is talking about. You at least have enough knowledge to identify those things that are identified by the Earl of 7-Eleven.
2: Yes, I understand the concept of the show. And like I said, I've seen a couple of clips here and there. So I know enough about it to be able to at least lend some credence or disagree with the the theory depending on which way it goes you know so i think we'll i think we'll be okay here
0: okay
1: okay my first question the first thing that stood out to me in this theory which is kind of funny is the last line where it says perhaps steve has committed an unthinkable crime in haste so what do y'all think that crime could have been
0: something that would make him regress to a mental state of childhood and if it was i I I could see this what? What? Go for it. You go ahead.
2: <laughs> I think that his crime was stealing mail from people's mailboxes. That's why he's <laughs> always so excited when he gets a letter.
1: Yeah. And that could work. Because <laughs> that is a crime. crime yeah. you know?
0: But it's also something inmates get mail. Mm-hmm. So That's if true. he's getting That's mail true. in prison, he could be, this is how he's getting, or he's seeing it in his mind play out when it's actually just an inmate sticking it, or like a... Whoever, however, it's done. I would guess it'd be another inmate would walk around and hand the mail out and like just putting it through the slot in his door. But it's, you know. But then he sees it as, yeah, mail time.
1: Maybe <laughs> it has to do with <laughs> animal abuse, um, and he's trying to make amends in his mind for um, like a dog. killing a dog oh. or something. Dog bites. I was wondering Michael if it was Dick some style. kind of
0: like you know manslaughter kind of thing uh, that it was. Totally, since in haste, you know, maybe it was like a drunken drunk driving accident mm-hmm. or something. I don't know.
2: Some sort of accident that he wasn't mm-hmm. directly, like, responsible for, but he did do, you know. Yes. I don't know. I have a hard time thinking of anything crazy <clears throat> because the guy that played Steve is from what i can tell just like the nicest dude ever really yeah. and so it's hard for me to picture him doing maybe maybe his crime was being too nice to somebody and it it's led possible. to something bad i
1: don't know some people see that <laughs> as a problem.
0: they always say nice guys <laughs> finish last
1: yeah what are you thinking laura did you when you found this theory did you think it was has any kind of you know truth to it or like plausibility
0: so to tell you the truth i mean there are so many theories about what's going on with steve here as far as why on earth is he in this house why does he have this dog there are a lot of theories out there that are quite fun to explore this one was a brief b pretty funny this uh, the juxtaposition of this guy that's hosting this children's tele animated (laughs) television show is also possibly linked to someone's death and is using this as a form of Dissociation from that crime. Those are the things that made me pick this. The other, there are other theories that are in this same vein that he's some kind of maybe like an ex CIA operative and that's why he's always t- teaching mm. kids about looking for clues mm. and I like that one yeah but I think what just made it funny for me was the second line about notice that when he navigates between room, <laughs> rooms <laughs> his legs just move up and down
2: <laughs> yeah it's and true. It so true it's yeah.
0: like those um the tropes that you see of the silent films of they had those canvases that roll and unroll on one end and roll up on the other end to make the scenery move. Like it's look like it's moving behind you. That's it's that same idea being utilized by like computer animation here of he just pretends like he's walking, but the scenery moves behind him. I just, that always was something that caught my eye and was like, this looks really kind of silly. And then, but giving it this context of, Oh, he's imagining he's moving between the rooms because he's stuck in a prison cell and, possibly, and I would assume <laughs> with this possibly like solitary mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I could see that because <laughs> <laughs> I mean and that w- could be why OP wrote about an unthinkable crime that's why you would be in solitary yeah <laughs> well maybe yeah. that's yeah, why he's so, so
1: <laughs> he's so convinced or uh, adamant about when they sit down in the thinking chair and think think Think. think, because it's an unthinkable crime. He can't mm. think of it. Even he that committed the crime can't think of it, about it because <laughs> it's unthinkable.
0: Think, no, he has to concentrate on something else Oh, okay. instead of thinking about it. So he's trying to think really hard about this other thing and not let that other thing. That's how I would yeah. interpret it.
1: Okay. I'm just curious, mm. like, why he would... He So he's in prison, and he, I, I can kind of latch on to him, imagining that he's in another place and fun. He's traveling back and forth and all that, even though he's not really. But like, what is the motivation for him to imagine household objects talking to him? Um, I might even even be easier for me to imagine a, him talking to a dog, but like because he's not really interacting with these animated household or he's not really interacting with these objects in prison. So is it just kind of like that he has placed himself mentally in a house and as he's imagining where he is at, he's, oh, there's a salt shaker over there. I wonder what it would sound like.
2: So slight tangent to this theory. What if he's not in prison, but he's actually in a mental institution and this is all just his brain creating, Like maybe he has like schizophrenia and he has multiple personalities and that's how they all manifest in his mind
0: nice that
1: seems a little more plausible than just a regular jail
0: i could see that Mm -hmm. i was gonna say that if we're talking about him regressing into a the mental state of his childhood i think what they mean is like a childlike state i think that's what op might have been trying to drive toward i will say and i'm i'm totally gonna own it i was probably a weird kid that even before toy story ever came out i imagined like inanimate things having having feelings of like oh she used that plate today and not me or like the plate at the bottom of this that's stack of really, plates really really cute i love that think yeah. about of like the plate at the bottom that you know you take the dishes out you wash them and you just keep putting them back on top and those plates down at the bottom are like we never get used <laughs> oh, well mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna think that's... about that That's how I've always thought of things. It's really weird. Like, I still have that thought from time to time. I remember how I used to think that way. What if that's where his mind is regressed to of giving those ascribing feelings and things to those objects? And that's what he's doing here is now they have... Personalities and are interacting with them because he already gave them feelings.
1: I really haven't used yeah. this pencil in a long time, and it's making me sad. So I'm gonna start using this next. It's time so sad. It's
0: been sitting in the cup, watching you pick up everything else out of the cup that it used, but mm-hmm. it gets it just sits there.
1: It's very sad. <laughs> um, I, I
0: know I'm a weird person, but I think that's it's cute. What happens?
1: <laughs> are there any good comments you found with this one?
0: I didn't really look through the comments. I found some. Okay, tell me about
1: them. Well, they're both written by someone that deleted their account, so we can't give them credit. The first one says, When Steve left the show and a new Steve, Joe, joined the show to replace him. That could be Steve's time being up in jail and his time to be released. Then when Steve leaves, a new inmate joins his cell. Maybe Steve is scribing his imagination of Blue's Clues into the walls of the cell before he leaves, so when new Steve reads it, he'll start imagining it too. Maybe like the clues on the wall with his paw print, you know. Another one is, to add to that, mail time is equally as big of a deal for inmates. Also, he doesn't go outside to get the mail. It comes to him in his living room. He does go into the backyard on occasion, but I assume that can be chalked up to yard time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's fair.
0: That's Yard time. I um, love that.
1: <laughs> I've got some two big nails in the coffin for this theory to kill it. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, oh. Unless okay. but I'm not I'm gonna wait if y'all want to add anything else.
2: No, I think I've contributed everything that I can to this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> True, right. And I mean that's really all as far as I wanted to go into it anyway. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Whoa, my sorry, I'm going through puberty now. Anyway, oh. so so if you can <laughs> <laughs> just why don't you go ahead and share those with us, Spencer? Okay, so Strongest. the first
1: thing he says, and toward the end he says, most of the things in the room could be available to an inmate, a notebook, a chair, books, and a small end table. He doesn't have access to dangerous items such as knives or scissors, things that inmates wouldn't be allowed to have. And I thought, really, through all the episodes of Blue's Clues, there's never an instance of him using scissors? So hmm. I Googled it, and I found an episode. Season 3, episode 29 thankful wow. it's a thanksgiving episode at the beginning of the episode steve is creating a new handy dandy notebook in the shape of a turkey and on the table in front of him is a pair of scissors hey, that is question. very contradictory to what this person has said yes
0: point of order are the scissors animated and speaking to him or is he f- <laughs> are they inanimate and he's using them
1: they're inanimate they're actual to uh, scissors Okay, okay. all right, well tool. then
0: I will give that point to your argument.
1: Secondly, did y'all see the video from Steve last year? Of I Of him did. saying, sorry that I just kind of went, disappeared out of nowhere. I went off to college, and mm-hmm. but I am thankful college. to you. Yeah, he said, I'm thankful to you mm-hmm. for the opportunity that you gave me to basically essentially do the show. That he was able to get to where he is now because of it. And that he learned so much by doing the show. And he hoped that we learned a whole lot and basically finishes the video by saying, I never forgot about you. And it was so sweet. Cause like, mm-hmm. I know th- he's like, I know things are hard right now. You're, you have a mortgage, you've got uh, student loans and all this, but just know that you're not alone. And I never forgot about you. And he's doing this all in character, right? He's not doing it as the actor. And this was in celebration of the 25th anniversary. And so like, that doesn't seem like a guy that's in jail. He's been in jail. No. So, Why not? Because.
0: Why do you think that doesn't seem like a guy who's been in jail, who spent that much time there pouring his heart out? This is what helped him. I mean, I don't know that you could say he went s- totally insane when he's imagining those things, but I mean, I've, cause people in solitary confinement absolutely can lose their minds. I mean, much like Tom Hanks character, in castaway talking to a volleyball he had that break from reality for a moment but that honestly might be what helped keep him sane could this imaginary house with his little blue dog that helped him find clues could that be something that he had to do to keep his mind active in order to keep him from losing it you know it's like they say about muscle you use it or you lose it same Mm -hmm. with your brain you use your brain every little bit of it or it you're going to lose it. I could see and and he would still keep those things near and dear to his heart of those are the things that helped me not go insane in there.
1: And that's so. a very good contribution and I think that if it weren't for other things you would be adding very good stuff to the argument. So very something I would not think of and you you negated my recent points so good job but then I'll throw back another point to you that after Joe comes in and then even I don't remember what the new guy's name is but they recently within the last year or so have done like a reunion episode where all three of them are on the show together so like do Mm -hmm. they all go back into prison and then share (laughs) cell? They all share the delusion? (laughs) (laughs) Well I I mean if
0: it's all in your mind does it have to take place in one singular location?
1: So I don't know
0: so was that your mystery bombshell evidence, Spencer? Yes, the scissors. I think that was a dud. No, oh, okay. the
1: scissors. The scissors were a big bombshell. Yeah, oh. I I think the scissors are a pretty good, piece especially of since like it. if it was just bombshell, some bombshell though, it was because he made such a big point about it of saying dangerous items like knives and scissors. He specifically mentioned scissors, things inmates you know? wouldn't be allowed to have. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe, but you know, in prison, contraband gets shuffled around to people. Some okay, He might true. have bribed somebody to hand him some scissors for one time, and then he got caught later during an inspection, and they got taken away, and that's why you don't see him again. I don't think so. <laughs> well, we'll see what the fans think. Okay, Okay, yes. so we'll see what we think. I think it's time for us to rate the theory, so how about you explain our rating scale real quick? <laughs>
2: The highest rating that we have is Genius. This is reserved only for, like, the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon that's presented. The next step down is Plausible, where it's a good theory, but it's just believable. Next down is Unlikely. This is not a terrible theory, but it's pretty unlikely, as the name says. And then last, we have Preposterous, which these theories are just stupid, and we're all dumber for having listened to them.
0: All right, so then... Feelings on the theory? Let's hear it from from you fellas first.
1: I think it's unlikely. I'm not going to say preposterous because there are some fun things, elements about it. And I could, you know, in a very big stretch of the imagination, I could see it possibly happening. But that's a big stretch. And so it is most unlikely in my mind because Steve is not a criminal. He's a good man with a good heart. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm I'm going to agree with Spencer on this. To me, I, it's, it's okay. It's fun to think about these kinds of things, but just the the dude's too nice. I don't see him committing <laughs> any kind of crime to get him into prison. So unlikely is my rating.
0: Okay, on the whole, him not being a criminal, I would like to point out one of my theories about the crime he committed was that it was totally purely accidental. Didn't mean to happen, so not necessarily a bad person in mm-hmm. my argument however i will go ahead and agree that this is unlikely i just thought it was a very fun theory to talk about yeah. i I like the idea of it mm-hmm. of that this is his coping mechanism and it, the way that he dissociates from everything but yes i will agree that this is an unlikely blues clues theory oh, yay
1: yes. <laughs> good theory good find yes
0: Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, um, Michael, I'm about to send it over to you for your theory, but before I do, I want to say something. We love scouring the internet for fascinating fan theories, but sometimes it's nice to just sit back and let someone else do the work for you. Am I right, guys?
1: Mm -hmm. Yep, it is.
0: (laughs) So if you, yes, you, listener, have an intriguing fan theory, whether you came up with it or it's something that you found on the internet yourself, Send it on over to us. We'll have content for the show, and you'll get credit in the episode. Ever heard of a win-win before? Because that sure sounds like one. Our email address is fantheoryqueries at gmail.com.
2: All right. My theory is a uh, Stranger Things theory. And before I get into this, I just want to say that I have been out of town all weekend, and I haven't had a chance to watch uh, the new season yet. So this is me just coming in with the knowledge up through season three.
0: Well, we'll go ahead and confess. We canceled our Netflix subscription due to the price increases
1: and bad timing too, because I forgot about (laughs) this. And I also forgot about the new Rowan Atkinson man versus B thing. That Mm. looks hilarious. So yes.
0: As soon as he canceled it, I went, I showed him the trailer for that movie (laughs) and told him about, Oh yeah. And stranger things. And he went, what? Oh
1: Mm. no. (laughs) What have I done? (laughs) So, listeners, right. if anyone wants to do some password sharing, <laughs> this up. <laughs> Our email address, as Laura just said, is fantheoryqueries mm. at gmail.com.
0: There it is. There it is. All right. Lay it on us, Michael.
2: All right. So, this theory comes from Monica at popcornreviews.com. The theory is that Stranger Things Hopper becomes Red Guardian in Black Widow. Love it. Yes. Mm, I'm already so. here. Yes.
0: Let's hear it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: All right. So. She says that at the end of Stranger Things Season 3, our hearts were ripped out when we realized that Jim Hopper, the somewhat grumpy but still lovable chief of police in Hawkins, Indiana, sacrifices himself to close the gate to the Upside Down, saving Hawkins and our favorite gang of teenage misfits. If you wait until the end of the Season 3 credits, Netflix offered us a sliver of hope that maybe, just maybe, Hopper, a.k.a. The American, was still alive. And the isolated kamchatka russia I, I believe i was is, waiting um, mm-hmm. Yep. i was uh, waiting for that attempt i think that, <laughs> I think that was
0: a very bold good attempt good job
2: i'm gonna stick with it i'm gonna own it she continues and says while hopper while hopper's survival wasn't officially confirmed when season three of stranger things ended today on valentine's day when i guess when this one's written uh mm-hmm. we are given our first look at stranger things season four and guess who's back jim hopper is alive yay and he is in Russia sometime after the summer of 1985 when season three of Stranger Things took place. Okay, but how does that connect Hopper to Red Guardian and Marvel's Black Widow? Well, bear with me. Jim Hopper from Stranger Things is played by David Harbour, the actor who also p- portrays Red Guardian, one of the newest characters to join the MCU in Marvel's then upcoming uh, film Black Widow. So Hopper is alive in Russia sometime around 1985, and if I dare to be so bold, it seems only likely that he will escape his Russian captors in the upcoming Stranger Things Season 4. Here is why my here is where my fan theory really sets in. As he vows to get vengeance on his captors and rid Russia of its injustice, could he go down a path that leads him to become the one and only Red Guardian, a.k.a. Alexei Shostakov? The Soviet agent and basically Russia's version of Captain America, who is family to the Black Widow? Of course. He can't go by Jim Hopper anymore, so he changes his name. And in remembrance of the Russian scientist who died helping the Hawkins crew in Stranger Things Season 3, he chooses the first name Alexei. Mm. Now, we never learned the last name of Alexei, the Russian scientist who stole our hearts in Season 3, with his love for 7-Eleven cherry Slurpees. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but when his death hit viewers and the characters hard, it's only plausible that he left a last a lasting impression on Hopper 2. Fast forward to Marvel's Black Widow, which takes place in Russia between the events of Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War, many years after Stranger Things Season 3's summer of 1985. Here we find Red Guardian, a.k.a. Alexei Shostakov, who is past his prime but still fighting the good fight. Same actor, different universes. I know. It's highly unlikely, but I can dare to dream, right?
1: Yes, you can. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> <laughs> and not, not Russia.
2: Russia. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the theory. I, I initially saw this theory on on a video, I think on an Instagram reel or something like that. And then we tracked down an actual article, a Spencer did, and it's the same exact theory. And I, I love it. I love the idea of this. I... I'm personally all for anytime we can make connections between two separate different movie universes or show Mm -hmm. universes, you know, I think it's great. And I like the idea that Hopper spent his time in Russia, like beefing up and training (laughs) and maybe being experimented on, which is possibly could have what uh, had given him his superhuman abilities as the red guardian. And then he's obviously treated poorly there. So he... Leaves and vows to come back and wreak vengeance on Mother Russia. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it.
1: I like it too. I did not watch Black Widow, so I don't have that reference. But mm-hmm. I, like I said, I've seen uh, Stranger Things up to season three, and when, whenever he was cast as that character, when that was announced and as Red Guardian, I thought that was really cool. And I would, I'm not gonna say, oh, I thought of this back then that they might be the same character. But I just thought it was an interesting connection that he was supposedly in Russia and now he's playing a Russian character. And I love it. I honestly cannot give any evidence um, other than what this person has written for or against the validity of this theory. Mm -hmm. But I definitely like it. And I I like for the reasons why you said, Michael, that when you connect universes and that kind of thing, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Laura, what Mm -hmm. do you think?
0: So I'm trying to put myself in uh, Monica Monica's shoes here back in the time period when she wrote it because mm-hmm. that is true. Season three of Stranger Things ended and then we got Black Widow. And I'm pretty sure, but I feel like Black Widow probably filmed before season three of Stranger Things. Maybe.
1: Let me see Maybe. when Stranger Things season three aired. Oh.
0: Well, I mean filmed. I think Black Widow filmed before they've did filming for season three. Anyway, with that though, like at that time when we had just finished season three and then black widow was coming out. Definitely. Yes. This totally made sense. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not seeing that making so much sense anymore. Cause I did watch black widow. I'm sure you did too, Michael.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I didn't see it in theaters though, but I, I mean, still though, I, it would have to be a whole lot of back and forth and back and forth of, because the way that black widow starts, he's a Russian sleeper agent. Right. And that would take place after this season four and season five. I mean, I mean, maybe he could have just been totally like brainwashed while he was Mm -hmm. in this prison between seasons three and four. And so that, he goes back to America, but then that doesn't explain, like, this family that he's got with Natasha and, you know, then going back to Russia. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I I've feel like maybe... Did Monica write this theory before seeing Black Widow? All she saw yes. was...
2: Yeah. So this was, was written, written. In before the theory, Black says, Widow. She says the upcoming film, Black Widow. Yeah. So okay, she so she... Yet.
0: Okay, so she's basing this off of the trailer. So yeah, yeah uh, that's what plunges the holes in it, is actually having watched the movie. It doesn't make sense of him going back and forth and back and forth. I mean, yeah. like I would feel like as soon as you get out of there, <laughs> get out of there. But I mean, yeah. again, if he's a sleeper agent and he got the like code word that like made him go, ah, oh,
1: uh-huh. start killing people, I don't know mm-hmm. how. <laughs> so yeah, does the movie take place in the 80s at all? Black Widow?
0: No, it's the early 90s is the first thing we see with the girls as little girls. And then after that, we come to that current time period between Civil War and Infinity War.
1: So having not seen season four of Stranger Things, not knowing what happens to him after, like, how is that not plausible for him to still be in Russia?
0: I've thought that what we saw at the end of season three was him escaping Russia.
1: No, because because the little teas that we got, the very first teas that we got to, that was confirmed confirmation that he was still alive, was like mm-hmm. him working in a Russian work okay, camp. Okay, so he was a, still
0: he was still okay being in okay, but yeah, I mean, I've, if we're gonna include him in the season, obviously he escapes, right?
1: We don't know. We don't know. Maybe no. like there's end credits with Nick Fury coming out and. <laughs> Or is it really Nick
0: Fury, or is it a scroll? So here's
1: some interesting information. The third season of Stranger Things aired on July 4th, 2019. Mm -hmm. Black Widow started filming in June of
0: 2019. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think that that the thing that makes this somewhat plausible for me is, like what you said, Laura, the possibility of him maybe being brainwashed And just being a sleeper agent with a trigger word, kind of like Winter Soldier was. Well, and that's kind
0: of what happens with the Black Widows, too, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Because it's the same... Not the same, but a similar type of program. It's just kind of a sister program, you know? So, yeah, I I think that there's some credence to it. I'm not 100% sold, but I like the idea of it, for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. Obviously things will be very different after watching season four. And so many people will probably Mm be listening to this after they've seen season four of Stranger Things or whatever they're able to watch. But like in my mind, I could think, okay, who cares what, I mean, okay, people care. But like, what if they just, I don't see them ending the series with a nice little bow and everybody happy, happily ever after. Like I don't see them ending this, whatever you want to call it, chapter yeah. With everyone back in Hawkins, Indiana, growing up in a nice, big, happy family, like I wouldn't be surprised if Hopper never makes it back over there. For whatever reason, maybe he's still able to help them somehow remotely. If he can close the upside down remotely somehow from Indiana, maybe there's some mechanism for her to do that. I don't know. But yeah. and maybe they come over to Russia through this wormhole or however he got there. Who knows? But I think... I mean, I, it's a very funny thing, but they could have cast anybody else's Red Guardian. Yeah. I mean... Because what else has he done? I, that's the only thing I know him from is Stranger. I mean, obviously, yeah, there's I don't IMDb. Think,
2: I don't think he's ever done anything where he's had to play a Russian character before. So
1: He doesn't come across to me as the kind of guy that would play that role.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, he's
1: not I'll a tough just, guy in Stranger.
0: From what I've heard of just watching the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial of like <laughs> social media, Q scores, popularity of an actor, and that pitching into their castability... I would think mm-hmm. the heat from Stranger Things is what projected him to the top of the suggestion list of who to cast for Mark. As well as sense.
1: him also actually being the same character.
0: Okay, okay,
1: wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else to add.
2: Yeah, I, I don't have anything else. They pretty much provided most of the evidence that I would have thought of, so yeah. Do you have anything else, Lara?
0: No, I do not. Cool.
1: You guys want to rate I'll go first. Okay. I think that this is plausible, um, especially like when you compare it to our Blue's Clues theory. I think this is more plausible than that one. And <laughs> that's not like a an insult. It's just the facts. I think it's plausible. And until I see otherwise, whenever that may be, I'm going to stick with that. Hopper could possibly also be Red Guardian in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Lara, what do you think?
0: I'm sorry, I'm going with preposterous on this one.
1: What? (laughs) Preposterous? You feel dumber?
0: The whole exchange of, like, his teeth are different. He's covered in tattoos. Accents keep flopping back and forth. Back and forth? How do you mean back and forth? Between Russian and American. He has an American accent when he's in the family at at the beginning of Black Widow. And then once we pick him up again... Between Civil War and Infinity War, he has a Russian accent. I I just, that to me, it adds to the preposicity. Well, it seems like it makes
1: it more believable if he starts out with an American accent. Yeah, because he wasn't American at first. In the 90s, which would be closer to Stranger Things. And the more time he spends in Russia, he develops his Russian accent.
0: I don't. You can develop a Russian accent or you can learn it from like having grown up in it. And that accent that the actor uses is one- somebody who has grown up speaking Russian, not speaking a American. I have been I've become assimilated from living here. <laughs> How else do you get an accent, Spencer, than from speaking a different language?
1: What well, what I'm I, maybe I'm not understanding what you're saying Black Widow starts with him with Red Guardian speaking English.
0: He's yes, with an American accent.
1: Okay. And by Civil War time, he's speaking Russian.
0: Yes. What I'm No, I'm talking about the accent, not the language. I it's just too thick and too heavy that an American would not speak with that heavy of an accent if you're talking about the character. An actor, yes, but the character, no.
1: Why isn't okay. he speaking with a Russian accent at the beginning of the movie?
0: Because they're posing as an American family because they're sleeper agents. Okay,
2: what were so... What you going to say, Michael? So, I actually had another thought to kind of add a little bit with the discussion you guys were just having. So, what if Hopper... Actually, was born in Russia and was trained from a child up until adulthood. And he came, no, listen. He came over to America and posed as Hopper, the everyday American sheriff. And he was already a sleeper agent at that point. And so all the stuff in Stranger Things happens. And then later on, we whenever he gets sent to Russia, and it's at the end of season three. They realized that He's he awake. wasn't able to complete the mission that he was there for, because like this was all during the Cold War stuff, you know, and so they're mad at him, so they put him in this prison and and like re up his training, like re brainwash him, and then that's whenever he is put into the family with Natasha and all of them, and is sent back to America to try again with a family, and then all the events of Black Widow take place.
0: Didn't Possible. he go to high school with Mrs. Byers? I thought they knew each other from school. I don't remember. I mean, I can, I mean, you can argue it again as far as like Natasha was trained as a child. I'm sticking with it. This is, to me, preposterous. That's fair.
2: That's fair. I just just had the thought.
0: The theory by the author is based off of season three of the show and then a trailer for Mm -hmm. Black Widow. So. That's not enough to base the theory off of
2: which leads me to my rating i actually am going to rate this unlikely there there is some fun little evidence and stuff and while i like to play devil's advocate and argue the point a little bit here and there i still think that this is probably highly unlikely that it's actually true it would be fun but i don't see it being real
0: okay
1: all right three very different opinions yeah yes (laughs) and laura we might have to discuss off mic a little bit
0: i'm not no, I'm separating work
1: from <laughs> Which means...
0: Which means nothing.
1: Nothing, all right, so we've all rated, okay? Um, but I have a question. Okay. Is the Grinch the sole survivor of a brutal genocide committed by the Who's? Oh. You know, I uh, think... Hold that thought. What? Let's discuss after a quick break. Hey, Matt. There is a corner of Los Angeles where dreams are brought to life. The uh, stuff that dreams are made of. Where stars are born. Made world!
0: Where legends are
2: made. Oh, it's alive! It's alive! It's alive!
1: For over a hundred years, the world has been captivated by Hollywood. But just beneath the stardust lie a million more fascinating stories. Tales of heroism, villainy, betrayal, passion, tragedy, and triumph that, when sewn together, form an incredible history. The Secret History of Hollywood, available now wherever you get podcasts. And we're back to talk about The Grinch. This theory comes from Reddit. The user is evolve vil- evil valentinflation, evil valentinflation. The Grinch <laughs> is the sole survivor of a brutal genocide committed by the Who's. This is this person based their theory solely on the original book and animated movie. So the original, like the very first one, nothing like mm-hmm. with Jim Carrey or Benedict Cumberbatch. First off, there's his appearance. He's clearly physical, physically different from every other Who: taller, green fur, yellow eyes, etc. He's a member of a completely different race than the Who's, but there's no other member of that race in sight. We also know that he's not just some genetic aberration. The cartoon version mentions he gains the strength of 10 Grinches plus two, not 10 times his own strength, but the strength of 10 people like him, plus two. So where are the rest of his people? Simple, he's the Grinch, not a Grinch. They've been wiped out. Every last man, woman, and child besides this one lonely survivor But who, pun intended, could Hmm. possibly have done such a horrible thing? Who, pun also intended, Uh. do we know that have a near fanatical belief in their religion? Who, this pun was completely accidental, (laughs) makes up 99.9% of the population and controls all the resources? The Who's. For some reason, their religion caused them to wipe out the entire race of Grinches, leaving only one alive. It wouldn't be difficult. The Who's have massive numbers on their side. One man had 96 daughters, and for a supposedly peace-loving people, seemed to have some giant knives as well as giving their kids javelins and bows. It also would be believable. One of the few things we know about the Who's is how super religious they are. Them deciding to go all deus volt on the Grinches for refusing to follow their religion wouldn't be hard to believe. The Grinch survived, likely due to him being frozen in ice, only to be thawed out 100 years later by two siblings. More realistically, he likely fled or was already living as a hermit allowing him to escape the slaughter he lived at the top of a remote mountain and due to his cunning likely had a number of traps and defenses set up the who's were content to ignore him so long as he was out of the way so of course the grinch hates the who's for killing everyone he ever knew it's mentioned that he hates them all year round not just at christmas but christmas makes him even more enraged he wants to forget about them but on that day, the noise they make causes it to be impossible for him to do so. Even more enraging, they're singing religious hymns of the religion that killed his people. It's highly possible that Christmas was the anniversary of the Grinch genocide. Uh, it's highly grin-a-side. possible.
0: <laughs> it's highly <laughs> possible
1: that Christmas was the anniversary of the Grinch genocide. <laughs> now we're going The Grinicide.
0: I like the Grinicide.
1: Okay. We'll keep that. At the end of the movie, the Grinch is shown making a change for the better. Did he, though? Notably, both the book and cartoon state that some say his heart grew three sizes that day. It doesn't just describe it happening. It states that certain people would make that claim. It's Who propaganda to cover up the harsh truth. The Grinch had grown depressed and knew the Whos would kill him for ruining their special day. He was open to death, especially if it involved screwing them over and letting them know the Grinches would never give up. However, at the last moment, he had a change of heart, not out of love, but self-preservation. He decided to assimilate instead and pretended to join the religion. That allowed him to not live in a cold cave and also granted him a measure of security. If he pretended to be a convert who was truly inspired by them and declared so publicly, the Who religious officials couldn't kill him without public backlash. Too Long didn't read. The Grinch is a sole survivor of a purge by the Who's wiping out all non-believers, At the end, he's forced to convert in order to escape his life of poverty and seclusion. And that's the theory.
0: Okay, so real quick, I looked up, because I don't know all of my religious history. Deus Volt is ecclesiastical Latin for God wills it. And that was a Christian Hmm. motto relating to divine providence. It was first chanted by Catholics during the First Crusade as a rallying cry. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's that.
1: Uh, first i'll say and this just thought i occurred to me because i actually didn't read this very thoroughly before i picked it the religion the whose religion i'm going to say is a made-up one no, even though it's christmas there's nothing that i see in the movie or book that specifically refers to our version of christmas like it being the celebration of the birth of christ am i correct like there's no crosses oh, yeah, or they worship dahu dores yeah. who's that
0: well, I know the song. That's who they. I mean, that's who they worship.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, people have done horrific things in the name of religion, as we all are aware. So, thoughts. Uh, so, I do like this I, comment from M. The Loud. Has Horton heard? You this?
0: asked for our thoughts, and then you start okay. reading comments. What's Laura, going what on thoughts? here? So, I have a a weird amount of Seuss knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> that sentence I never thought I'd say
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> however I'm afraid that in my in my cross-examining of this I'm going to bring in evidence that was not brought forth in discovery in that I would be using books that were not mentioned so will That's that allowed. be allowed? Okay. no disallowed we are not allowing because Morten they explicitly state
1: that this is based off of those two things
0: Okay, Horton, here's a who is out. All right, then read your comments while I think of something else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this might help you. Michael, did you have anything before we read the comments? No, go ahead with the comments. Okay. Statisticus says, exploring this idea a little further, does he really convert at the end or is it just a ploy? In the book, the last page shows us the Grinch sitting in the middle of a big gathering of Who's. They think he has come to join in the, festiv- in the festivities and carve the roast beast. I see him holding a big knife with a beatific mm-hmm. smile on his face, and wonder if it's vengeance at last. I'm <laughs> vengeance. Um, so, having read that comment, Michael, do you have anything?
2: Yeah, I'll just lay out pretty much my all my thoughts on this. So, I I actually like this. I have always thought that the Who's were really annoying, personally. Mm-hmm. in in this story, and not that I necessarily agreed with the way Grinch handled things. I just have always been sympathetic towards his reasoning. I've had neighbors before in places that I've lived where they make a lot of noise. They are singing, playing music all the time. I understand how annoying that can be, especially Mm. when you're trying to sleep. And Especially if they
1: killed your family, too. Exactly. I'm getting to
2: that point, but (laughs) just based on the annoying neighbors bit mm. i can see he's a little justified in what he does now if it's true that the who's killed his family his entire race then yeah like it makes sense i mean this is a fake religion but i'm going to compare it to what happened with like the crusades and, and things like that it was the catholic church basically deciding they wanted more power so they threw around God's name and did despicable things to people and were completely the antithesis of what they were preaching, essentially. We've seen it happen in reality. I don't see why it couldn't happen in this piece of fiction, you know? And just that coupled with the fact that I think the Who's are annoying, honestly, I would like to think that they are the ones responsible for all this. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay, Laura?
0: Okay, I've formulated something here. Okay. What if this is an allegory for the plight of the Native American? Okay. Of the Grinches were indigenous to the area, the Who's immigrated from another part of the speck of dust that they live mm-hmm. on and brought a disease that Grinches were especially susceptible to. Mm-hmm. And That wiped them all out except for Grinchy Poo so that he is isolated in that cave. And therefore, that's what ended up saving him from the disease. Also, from what I remember of that original animated film of this, Max, let's don't forget Max. He's Mm -hmm. very important. He's like the only dog around. Yep, and that is also a very rare specimen in the area, along with the Grinch. Max the dog is very singular in his existence as well. Mm-hmm. And yes, I I could see, I, not, maybe not the genocide, maybe not the uh genocide, crusade. Not yeah, grin- sorry, my apologies. <laughs> the Great Grinicide by the Who's, or or a cru- holy crusade, but I could see this as being just expansion again it still kind of follows along with what you're saying michael of looking for more power and the way they find that is by expansion discovering settling claiming these places but it was just a disease that they carried with them that spread to the Grinches and the dogs all oh, the dogs <laughs> and that's how we got where we are now yeah. and the grinch maybe he sees this acceptance as a way of getting some kind of a resistance to the disease or like an inoculation or maybe that By this time, because I believe the big thing as far as for Native Americans, it was smallpox, which we've pretty much eradicated by this time. So possibly for this story, the Hoos have by now eradicated that disease. And so now Mm -hmm. the Grinch doesn't have to worry about it anymore when he goes around the Hoos.
1: Depends on how old he is. He has to be up in that cave a pretty long time.
0: That's true. It does make you worry, too, about the fact that his heart grows so fast. Mm Yeah, he needs to get that checked out. So large. That is... Well, hold on. A big health implication there.
1: It says that they said that his heart grew. Some say his heart grew three sizes that day.
0: But in the cartoon, it even shows it. Because remember, they do the quote-unquote x-ray.
1: Mm-hmm. And the
0: x-ray shows the heart grow.
1: That is a representation of what some say. Okay. I like that because the, there there has to be some explanation of why he's the only one mm-hmm. like he is. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I love that they say that the Christmas is the anniversary of this happening because that makes his hatred of that particular day that much more reasonable. And especially like if I'm putting all these things together, including this person's comment, like if he's pretending to assimilate and pretending to join the religion to get his vengeance there, he's prime and ready. Like he, he first tried to get his vengeance by stealing Christmas and then that didn't work. And because they still sang. And so he's like, you know what? They still are happy. I'm going to give them back what they want. And pretend that I have seen the errors of my ways. And then I can go on a slaughter fest with my knife. Maybe Um, he's
0: going to wait until they like just feast themselves into a coma. Yeah. and, 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 And he'll do that whole like. Pretending to eat, but I'm throwing it over my shoulder. <laughs> yes, not really yes. eating. Yeah. So then he is primed and ready to go on the offensive. There, yeah,
1: yeah. I love it. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. Um, I want you mm-hmm. to think of your verdicts, but before you do, before you say them, I want to share this awesome piece of collaborative poetry in the comments yeah. of this <laughs> this theory. Okay, everyone basically took turns adding stanzas, rhyming stanzas to a reenact what happened. So each <laughs> yeah. stanza you hear is a new user adding onto this this narrative thread. So here we go. Cool, laid so what happened to the Grinches? Well, in Hooville, they claim, those green ones had it coming. We're not to blame. We gave them a chance, said the blood spattered Who's. They had plenty of time to change their religious views. So we stabbed them with sword and we bashed them with mace for the glory of Hooville and the superior race. So remember young Who folk on this most festive night, that old Who folk sang, It is might that makes right. And be sure to sing loudly on each Christmas day to make that Grinch suffer from his cave hideaway. Loud and performing, we'll be here all night, and the Grinches stay quiet, scared of the deadly Who might. We'll have the last laugh, the Who's gathered to say. The mother of the Grinch was the roast beast carved that day.
2: <gasps> mm. oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Wow! <laughs>
0: Whoa, okay. All right, so all right, Michael, what's then. your rating?
2: <laughs> Users are harsh, man. Um, okay, so my rating is actually going to be genius. <laughs> I love it. I love everything about this. I would prefer this to be the actual canon over what happened in the other mm-hmm. stories. So yeah, genius. Laura, all the way. what about you?
0: I'll go with genius as well. And I would like to see it put back into the context of the actual, the newer, I think it was Sony Pictures version. Illumination. Of, oh, Illumination. Thank you. Yeah. Version of the movie start with Benedict Cumberbatch. Is, that's our favorite mm-hmm. version that's now that we watch. Okay. That's yeah. our favorite version. We watch it every Christmas now more than once. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see that context placed around that Grinch and those yeah. Whos. To yeah. see, especially with like with Keenan Thompson and Angela Lansbury was the mayor. Yeah. And like
1: yeah. <laughs> and Pentatonics shows up.
0: <laughs> the Pentatonics um, thing Yeah. They yes, do I have that, that
1: um flashback of him being alone in the orphanage.
0: It's so sad. Mm-hmm. It is right. so sad. What if that was like a like a concentration camp version? Like a mm. If they put it in the context of that movie, that could be almost like a concentration camp, yeah. internment camp, mm-hmm. location that he was, and he was a sole survivor. Oh, <laughs> who's That's our evil sad. man?
1: Yep. Yeah, well, I've got to give my rating too. Yeah, and I'm going to go with genius as well. I love it. And there are several people in the comments that are like, "Yeah, this is great." No one really had any big, you know, points of contention. And so I think it's great. And even in the context you presented, Lara, with like the eradication through virus or whatever, I think Mm -hmm. that still works too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's great. So thank you all for your input.
0: Yay. Um,
1: Let's see. Lara? Spencer? Michael? Guys? It's time to bring this episode to a close. But before we do, I'd like to share this Fascinating movie detail while I was browsing Reddit, I discovered posted by user Choopa Choops. <laughs> <laughs> in a quiet place, all the characters are constantly unhappy despite living in a utopia where all they have is each other, and it's all they could ever need, where they never have to hear, see from anybody else ever again. This is because the characters have not been allowed to fart for over a hundred days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that would make me unhappy. It'd be very uncomfortable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not a fan of that.
0: Or if you're constantly getting, you know, like S B D crop dusted or yep. Dutch ovened, that it's that's not pleasant either because then you can't even like tell the other person, hey, sorry, give them a warning. Mm-hmm. I
2: mean
0: you have to go out to the waterfall to fart.
2: Yep. It's just bad all the bad. And news wet farts,
0: wet farts stink even oh. worse. <laughs> all right well this has been fan theory queries i'm laura
1: i'm michael and i'm spencer join us next time for another batch of genius plausible unlikely and preposterous fan theories